Hi, I'm Marcus Edwards, and I'm interested in talking to people who are interested in talking to people who are interested in having a conversation about their future. Does that make any sense? I don't know. Anyway, welcome to Recruiting Trailblazers. Hey, it's Marcus here from Recruiting Trailblazers. And this week, I just want to talk to you briefly about business development and objection handling in this current economic climate that we're in. Um, Next week, I'll be back with another interview with a recruiting trailblazer. Now, business development is tough right now. So when you do get the chance to speak with a prospect hiring manager, you want to be prepared and in the right mindset and ready to handle objections. Now, I want to talk specifically about handling the objection, we're on a hiring freeze right now. But before we get into that, let's talk about the mindset around objection handling, because you want to make the best impression that you can when the hiring manager you've been targeting for weeks finally picks up the phone. So here's five or six ideas I've got for you. Number one, think solving, not selling. You know, telesales people always call you up and attempt to sell you a product or a service that you probably don't even want. Don't fall into this trap, but position yourself more as a solution provider rather than a commodity salesperson, and you'll set yourself apart from the majority of other recruiters quite easily. The goal is not to close a sale on the first call, but to establish some credibility and start the journey from complete stranger to trusted advisor. The new sales paradigm is no longer always be closing, but rather always be consulting. You know, ask enough questions, provide enough value, information and colour on the problem that you're looking to solve so as to position yourself and your firm as a valuable resource worthy of their consideration. Give your prospect the knowledge and the power to choose you. Okay, number two, peer-to-peer, not master-to-slave. This one's huge. Don't be too ingratiating or servile in your approach to the client. Nobody respects a sycophant, and any hint of desperation will send most prospects running for the hills. The opposite actually works. Stand firm, demonstrate confidence and knowledge in your product and service, and look to intercept a need rather than pleading for business or asking for favours or just pitching. Number three, listen more, talk less. Well, they say you've got two ears and one mouth for a reason, right? In order to truly position yourself as a solution provider, you have to tailor your service to your prospect's actual needs and expectations. This won't happen if you do all the talking. You're just looking to light the fuse and then stick around for the fireworks. And if you do ask the right questions, your prospect will become a real client before you know it. Number four, what's in it for them? Everyone's thinking it all the time. If you want to engage with a new client, you need to immediately intercept a need with a viable and compelling solution. If you can establish their pain point and understand what's in it for them, In other words, the problem that really needs solving, you can move in quickly with a solution and get the relationship off the blocks. Number five, don't be afraid to show your personality. When you're calling somebody for the first time, it's tempting to be over-professional. And frankly, this can translate into boring and cliched. People buy from people they like, and that begins with an interesting and dynamic conversation. Don't be afraid to go for broke. Be bold and even humorous in your approach. You really need to grab hold of somebody's attention and quickly differentiate yourself if you want any chance of progressing the conversation into a potential business opportunity. Number six, preparation. Know your prospect. 
know who their CEO is, know their products, their services, their customers and competitors, and even check Glassdoor for an insider's perspective. The more you know, the more confidence and swagger you'll have once you actually speak with and meet your target hiring managers. And that will translate into meaningful conversations and spark the beginning, hopefully, of many fruitful relationships. Just a very quick message about my sponsor, Great Recruiters. It's an incredible platform that allows you to build your online reputation as a great recruiter by collecting and leveraging your client, candidate and place talent reviews. The Great Recruiters platform automates the review gathering process friction-free and turns those reviews into a goldmine of leverageable recruiting assets. It's absolutely genius. If you'd like to hear more, just ping me or Adam Conrad at Great Recruiters to set up a quick demo or get two months free by visiting greatrecruiters.com forward slash trailblazers. Thanks. Okay, so that's enough on mindset. Let's tackle this very common objection that people are hearing right now. We're on a hiring freeze. Okay, so I'm going to introduce you to my that's exactly why method. Okay, so the hiring manager says we're on a hiring freeze. You respond, that's exactly why I want to talk to you now. I'm not selling anything and I'm not looking to win your business today, but rather earn the opportunity of a conversation with you before the economy kicks off again and we're all too busy. Does that sound reasonable? When your prospect says yes, your goal now is to quickly identify some pain or discomfort in the recruiting and hiring process that reconciles with your value proposition so that you can close them on a more formal discovery meeting or set a positive, clear future with a view to developing the relationship further. You can ask questions like, number one, once the economy recovers, do you anticipate a period of growth and hiring to follow? Number two, before the hiring freeze, how would you typically go about identifying the calibre of programming talent that you needed if they weren't responding to your ads? Number three, have you considered leveraging contract to hire on your most critical projects to combat the hiring freeze? Number four, when you're in hiring mode, what kind of skill sets are most valuable to you and which skill sets are most hard to find? Number five, what's the biggest bottleneck in your recruiting process? Number six, what attributes do you value most in your ideal recruiting partner? Now, I'm sure there's many other questions that you could come up with that would enable you or empower you to then reconcile your specific value proposition, and I'll leave you to come up with those. But once you start peeling back the layers of the onion and really connecting and empathizing with your prospect's pain, you'll be in a position to deliver your value proposition in a meaningful manner and get the relationship out of the blocks. So that's it. That's a little bit on business development. That's a little bit on handling the objection. We're on a hiring freeze right now. I hope this helps. And I'll be back to you next week, as I said, hopefully with another recruiting trailblazer interview. Cheers for now. And if we're not connected on LinkedIn, please send me a connection request. Cheers.